football, 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 football is back. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> I, I just thought of it right before I hit, I hit start on the thing. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Trumps and Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. And I guess this starts yeah. off. This, oh, goodness, Scott. Does this nice. kick? Does this kick I off? I didn't think that was gonna pick up. I had my hand there. I thought I blocked it a little bit. <laughs> it's a microphone. So. <laughs> I put I, I put my hand there. It's, the sound waves don't go in. Uh, is this kicking off the fourth football season for Chumps of Champs Fantasy Football Podcast? That's right. I, I believe it? so. Oh boy, We're here four years Four. later. Hey, congrats to us guys. And I was, uh, when I was doing the other, the chatter show, I noticed that we are very, very, very close to 5,000 total listens for the chumps of champs fantasy football podcast, including chatter, uh, listens. So when's the party? I don't know. Let's get, let's get ripped. Let's do it now. Let's party for that now. So it's a Thursday. We're recording this on a Thursday. Thursday is basically Friday, and Friday is the weekends. Am I right? <laughs> we, we the weekends. Yeah. Do you need to explain this, Danny? I, I think it's going to be come up on a chatter uh, mm-hmm. coming up probably soon. But yeah, we were talking before the show about should Sunday be at the beginning of the week or at the end of the week? Because in America, we put it at the beginning of the week, but it shouldn't be at the end. Because it's the weekend, but then Matt brought up book and I'm not going to give away all the, the, the chatter talk. No, but. oh no, I measure my penis in inches, and I put <laughs> Sunday at the beginning of my week because I'm an American. Yeah, both both things, <laughs> both things. Yes. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, actual football. We've got six uh, chump chatter episodes for you guys to go back and listen to. Those uh, those are gold, by the way. Those were a blast. We're gonna continue doing those sporadically whenever we have good topics to go through but it's the end of june so we're gonna today we're gonna do the afc uh we're gonna kind of cover all the teams and what's new about them what to expect about them whether it's fantasy or just the nfl in general but um yeah that's uh i got my manhattan here and i got a manhattan too yeah and can i say what do you have your beer your beer beer just a good old select Oh, good for you. Like it's I almost opened... empty. Can we take a break? <laughs> <laughs> While you go run and get your beers. Yeah, I'm going to talk. So uh, I opened up a new Maker's Mark for this Manhattan because I needed more whiskey. And I got to say, opening up the wax like strip, you know, on a Maker's Mark Very bottle. Satisfying. Oh, my God. It's so satisfying. It was it was it was just awesome. That's all I needed was that. That's pretty cool. Those are, are those hand dipped? Do you know? Yes, they are. I actually uh, did that uh, distillery tour and it was like, I'm not trying to be stereotyping here, but it was a bunch of like old ladies just grabbing the bottles, dipping them in the wax and like putting them on a belt. And they were just, they were super freaking fast at it. It was impressive. Were they happy in their commercials? They dip them no, in they TV looked commercial? miserable. <laughs> Did they really? Or is that a joke? No. <laughs> I don't recall. I was trying. I'm imagining with smile. <laughs> just a smiles on their faces, just one at a time, just being like, ah, oh, it's so great. Or I, they, that sounds like a miserable job. But the end product is great. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, they do a good job. And it's weird because like that wax runs down the whole neck and they like just dip it like just a little bit, maybe just a little bit past like that seam on and then it like rolls down. So yeah. and also word of the wise in their gift shop, they you can like dip anything you buy in that gift shop in wax. And even if you, buy it, you can buy an unwaxed bottle and dip your own bottle, but you can like get a hat and dip a hat and all that kind of stuff. But like everybody who I saw like dip a bottle, like they dip it as far as like you see it in stores and then it just runs down the whole bottle. Oh, but yeah, like, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's probably I wouldn't know just to do a little bit of it, but yeah. I would do the whole thing and be like, I was little shit. <laughs> like <laughs> taking all their wax. Anyway, anyway, go get some Maker's Mark and uh, open a bottle of it. But yeah, uh, Matt, what do you want to toss in here? You you had you had something. Yeah, before we get to the AFC um, South, I just wanted, or sorry, AFC in general. I just wanted to go through. I saw some scorching hot takes drop on Fantasy Pros, a straight rip from Fantasy Pros. But I want to go through them and get your guys' opinion on these scorching hot takes. The is that the way it, it, the the article reads? Is scorching hot takes? It, literally the title. So right. You guys can Google it and get there, but don't. <laughs> Okay, I want, I want, I want. <laughs> um, first one, which I'm not too privy to the situation, but their first scorching hot take is that Jackson Smith Najigba will finish wide receiver one in Seattle this season and finish top 12 in PPR scoring. I know nothing about this guy, but that seems crazy to say in Seattle he'll be wide receiver one. Do you guys see that? I think I that's know a, he is. I don't buy it. <laughs> I think that, I think that is a scorching hot take. So Jackson Smith and Jigba is a Ohio State wide receiver. He was the best. He's a rookie. He was the first drafted wide receiver. Everyone thought he was the best wide receiver in the class. He goes to Seattle. Uh, he is really, really good. But there is DK Metcalf. There's Tyler Lockett, who is still just perpetually awesome. And the thought right now is that Smith and Jigba will probably play the slot because Metcalf and Lockett are good on the outside and Njigba has played in the slot at Ohio State a bunch. That sounds kind of that sounds kind of crazy. But I I, I don't maybe sure he had a hamstring injury at Ohio State and that is something that just scares me always when people have hamstring injuries because I feel like when someone has a hamstring mm. injury it just go it just follow a wide receiver it follows them for, forever. Do you know what I mean? Not that I'm saying that he's going to get hurt, but that does kind of turn me off a little bit on that. And rookie year I, being the leader there, I don't know. I, I can tell you right yeah, now, if I, there's I don't anybody in any fantasy league we're in that thinks anything along those same lines, they're going to get him long before I would take him because yeah. there's no way I'm putting that much draft capital in a guy with DK Metcalf already there who's a monster. Mm-hmm. I don't I think, know. You might be pretty sweet on the name Jax by then. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. New, new little, little Trotsky runt uh, uh, running around. You want to talk, talk about that a little? Uh, got a puppy. Yeah, <laughs> not, sure, not sure how much there is to talk about, but I uh, wanted people. I wanted people to be like, "Oh my God, Scott had a baby," and then you'd be like, "No, I got a little, 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 little guy." How old is he? Eight weeks? No, sorry, 13 um, weeks. Yeah, about 13, I guess. Birthday. I don't know if they know the exact, but they said they're pretty sure it was March 23rd. That's cool. They gave you a day to like write down. That's neat. 
Yeah, so that that was the reason we named him Jacks is because that was the last day we were in New Orleans on vacation with some friends, and we went to Jackson Square. So his actual name is Jackson, but we're calling him Jacks. Pretty neat. Yeah. Well, we gotta get rolling through these scorching hot takes, and we unless we want to. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, go get back. So I just want to hear uh, that's bullshit <laughs> or a maybe. Okay, so, so give, me so give you less, give you less than what we gave <laughs> on the first one. Okay, got it. <laughs> Travis Etienne will finish as a top five running back. That's that's excessive. That's excessive, right? <laughs> that's that's that. That's one of those top where five. I don't turn my nose up at it. But I would be, I would obviously be surprised. That's the whole point of a hot take. But True. that one, I could see, I could see that one. I don't even consider that scorching hot. Mm. So I'm the one that's that's low. I like ATNC. You know, I mean, I have not looked at rankings yet this year. I want to surprise myself when we get into that draft <laughs> season. But yeah. to say Travis Etienne is finishing top five is scorching hot. Like, yeah, maybe he's not expected to finish there with his ADP, but that's scorching hot. Yeah, I get on. you. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Yeah. Um, next one. Damian Harris will finish as a top 15 running back. This one's like, I'm okay with that one. I, I think that one could happen. I'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Like that's going one of the first things we're talking about, but we'll, we'll get more into that. But I'll explain why here in a minute. So that's, that explanation will come up in like three minutes. Go to the next one. All right, here's a scorcher, and uh, I know somebody in our fantasy league who will love this one. Bijan Robinson finishes as the RV one. Yeah, that's a lot of people. That's not scorching hot at all because a lot of people... it's scorching hot to say that a rookie running back will finish as the RB one in the league. He might be really fucking good, but to finish as RB one, that's that's pretty hot. Yeah, I don't a lot not of a chance in hell. A lot of people have him as their RB three for like drafts and stuff. So an RB three becoming RB one is not that crazy. As the RB one, yeah, yeah I, I have no, I, I, okay, I don't think that it will happen. I don't think that it will happen. But he's going in that like RB3 to RB7 range. And that's never that crazy to be like the RB5 drafted player becoming the RB1 at the end of the year. It's not that wild, right? Nah. No, I agree with that. I yeah, just I can't yeah, see. <laughs> yeah, Danny, we get it. But no. <laughs> Taking easy, him right? as RB3, I just I, I, I just don't. I can't. I can't do it, especially on a team that's been crap. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, but Arthur that. Smith likes to run the ball because he used <laughs> right. to have Derrick Henry. Yeah, he used to have Derrick fucking Henry. We get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And offensive Eric line in the team that scored. Yeah. yeah, Eric Dickerson has the most fantasy points ever by a rookie running back set in 1983. I'll go with true. Oh, it's uh, not a true false. Oh, okay. that's fact. I think. <laughs> it says if Bijan Robinson gets 320 plus carries and 1800 oh total God. yards. That this guy is currently projecting him at Dickerson's record could be in jeopardy. Okay. Okay. Now let's just chill out for a minute. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Easy. All right. Next hot take Calvin Ridley finishes as a top five wide receiver. I'm okay with that one. Of course. I bet you are. I bet you are okay with the Jacksonville Jaguar (laughs) takes. Uh, By the way, he's on the Jacksonville Jaguars, everyone. (laughs) <laughs> Which we will, we'll talk about here in a minute, but yeah. Uh, it seems like there's going to be a few mouths to feed there now. Yeah, I I, got, I mean, it could, but I, I don't know. I 
personally don't think he's even going to finish as the wide receiver one on his own team. Oh, you think it's Kirk? I think Christian Kirk is going to be, he's going to remain the guy. That's what I think. But so now I don't like it. Are there more? That's your hot take. Top five is is pretty, pretty hot for that. Like top 10 is like a maybe for me. I don't know. I don't know about top five. Mm -hmm. Agreed. It's, it's a very hot, but that one I could see realistically more than a couple of these other ones. Jawan Johnson finishes as top three tight end. No, stop. That's stupid. Get it out of here. Which is basically (laughs) meaning he either finishes second or third, right? Really third. Because I think Mark Andrews, I I really do think Mark Andrews is going to be the tight end one. Okay, okay, that's tough. Okay. It'll probably go Kelsey Andrews and then whoever. The scorching hot take is going to be when somebody finally calls Kelsey not being the tight end one in the season. Yeah. Who are we talking about? I missed it. It cut out again. Jawan Johnson, the tight end for the Saints. Oh, gotcha. No, that's silly. That's silly. Yeah, weren't we just talking about what was that two years ago where Kyle Pitts was going to be the the biggest thing to hit football and he's been like okay, like not yeah. The Falcons, the Falcons are yeah. The Falcons have been the Falcons, so they haven't really allowed him. Uh, we'll talk about it next week on the NFC show. I don't know if we will. I don't fucking know, but uh, no. <laughs> probably won't. But they show there's a montage you can go on YouTube and see a montage of like I think it's 20 pass attempts from Marcus Mariota to Kyle Pitts last year that are just horrendously bad. And it's like <laughs> half of them he's just wide open. And you're like, Kyle Pitts could have done that, but Marcus Mariota. Our boy, yeah, he's a. There's a soft spot for him. Speaking of my boy, here's one I like. Jared Goff will finish as a top ten fantasy quarterback, maybe top five. First of all, let's stop right That's there. Not what a, a terrible, hot, yeah, what a terrible headline for yeah. a scorching hot take. Finishes a top five, top ten fantasy quarterback, maybe top five. Your scorching hot take should be finishes as a top five quarterback. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's a top five, mm-hmm. I'd go. He got to throw a lot of touchdowns. Top 10, I'm ex- isn't that expected? <laughs> I'm not expected. He may not be in the top 10 for quarterbacks, but like that's nothing. Yeah. He was a top 10 top- quarterback last year, I think. Yeah. Well, I could be so. wrong on that. I thought well, he was, but- his stat line. He was most of the year. I don't how know many. Uh, well, I guess they don't have the exact number here, but they said he threw for over 4,400 yards last year in 29 TDs. That's a pretty that's dang awesome. good stat line. That's Man. awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to be a, a little uh, tough with uh, what's his name being out for what six weeks at the beginning of the year. But, but he he didn't have him last year. He had him for like yeah, four four true. pass attempts. True. true. And, yeah, Jameson Williams. Yeah, I don't think that's weird at all. I think a lot of people are expecting Jared Goff to become the guy that the Rams drafted him to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with the uh, the Lions' offense, so I don't think that's. I don't think that's weird. I don't. Here's one. Danny's going to cream over. Lamar Jackson <laughs> will be fantasy quarterback one in 2023 and quarterback two won't even be particularly close. Okay. That's a hot take. The The first part. I, I Yeah, I think so. Because I am really big on Lamar Jackson this year. Shocker. But the second guy won't be that close. No. I, what, what, is, what is Lamar going to do that Jalen wouldn't be capable of? Oh wow! Okay, I mean, what is Lamar um, gonna do? That like, how's he gonna be better than what three year ago Lamar when he was actually good? You know, 
man, he, but wasn't he good though? <laughs> yeah. That was really yeah, good. He's though. like four years older now. <laughs> <laughs> it was three years ago, but he's four years older. Yeah. I mean, like and three I'm just th- seasons ago. <laughs> and I, I'm just thinking skill set. Like Jalen has like same repertoire as Lamar. And then you're not even throwing in like the passing quarterbacks. So let's talk about I that mean, for a second. The the repertoire. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that was super fancy. Um, was no, I think pinky up, fellas. Didn't Jalen Hurts <laughs> didn't Jalen Hurts rush for like 15 touchdowns last year? Blast at him up there. Yeah, I think Lamar is the better rusher than Jalen Hurts, but I think the Eagles are better offense. Yeah, I think Lamar will finish number one for sure. For sure. How many more of these? Kenny Pickett is a top eight quarterback. That's the dumbest (laughs) fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. I I, I don't. I don't know. So Jared Goff being in the top ten was was scorched out, but Kenny Pickett in the eight. Like these are wildly different. Maybe top eight quarterback on his team. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, skadoosh. We're gonna talk about him in a little bit. Rashad Penny finishes as the best Eagles running back and finishes as a top 15 RB. I, uh, I do. I do think that not, no, there's not no top fucking 15 way. Rashad but... Penny has never fucking done anything for the first part. The first part expectations. Oh, wow. The first part, I believe the, that he's going to be the best running back on the team. He's the RB one on the team. Swift is number two. And I just, I don't, I don't know about the rest cause he keeps getting hurt, but. Yeah, I'm in. I'm on. I'm in on Penny this year until he gets hurt. That, that team out. just loves to time. <laughs> like, I guess like they're saying he's going to be the best on the team. But you got Swift, you got Gainwell, you got Boston Scott. Penny's Penny gets hurt. Swift gets hurt. But <laughs> I just see all these players being on like fantasy waiver wire watch at some point. You know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, I can Anytime see him being the, the RB one on the Eagles and not particularly a fantasy powerhouse by any means sure i mean that was miles sanders two years ago last year he did pretty well but i mean it seemed like every time they were in within the two yard line it went to jalen hurts it didn't go mm-hmm. to a running back so if that's going to continue mm-hmm. yeah none of them are going to be particularly impressive but miles sanders scored part. touchdowns last year though he they did the eagles he scored a, like yeah, 30 points year. a game so i mean everyone scored and that that offense. Miles Sanders is one who burned me so many years in fantasy. I was like, I don't even Are you care done with him. He's doing well this year. I'm done with that guy. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm in on him this year in Carolina. Oh, we'll have some we'll have some bets for sure. Again, hey, by the way, since this episode one of the actual football, we sh- again let's remember to keep track of our bets <laughs> this year. There's we a tab that we kept track of like three of them last year. You know. Yeah. Well, there it, it's just like. <laughs> we did and we used to track what episode they're from so we go back and listen to it and i know that we had so many that we didn't write down it doesn't matter let's try to get one bet per show how's that can i do that bingo okay how many keep going keep rolling trey lance will be viewed as a must-start fantasy quarterback by midseason. no no i, I don't know no mm. mm. Man, I was gonna say like right now, like Purdy's still the guy there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're saying that Brock Purdy's gonna start. He never lost a game. 
until the NFC Championship game when he uh tore when he like a uh, stranger tore his whatever ligament and he almost needed I think Tommy John or something like that. Like he never lost <laughs> even in That's the crazy, game yeah. that they they that the 49ers lost he didn't finish. That's probably why they lost to the Eagles. Yep. All right. Well, that's it for me. I just thought those would be fun to to pop through real quick. Yeah. That's good. So Danny, that was good. Take take it away with the AFC. Uh, just quick, quick comment. I just randomly because I pulled up Fantasy Pros and I just wanted to say how far how far it's fallen. I just quickly popped up quarterback rankings. We're talking about that. Kyler Murray, number twenty three, right now. Yeah. I just that's insane. They're thinking he probably will start the season on the pup, so he'll miss. Maybe not start a season on pub, but they're they're thinking he's not even going to be back for the start of the year because I think he tore he tear an ACL. Yeah, December. So yeah. yeah, I guess that makes sense. Late in the year, they're like, I don't know if he'll be back. Also, they suck and they don't have Hopkins anymore. But before yeah. we get we get into <laughs> the AFC teams and we'll go division by division, team by team. There are a lot of free agents, particularly like running backs that are free agents and have not found a team yet. So what we're saying today could graphically change when any of these guys sign. I mean, there's Dalvin cook as of this recording has not signed anywhere, which is wild. There's Leonard Fournette. There's Ezekiel Elliott. There's Kareem hunt running backs that will more than likely sign somewhere. Um, And it will change the whole dynamic of running back rooms and, you know, the value of different players. And also DeAndre Hopkins is yet to sign as well from the wide receiver end. And that is going to change everything. All five of those guys are really good, or at least they were. So we'll see what happens here. So if you listen to this later on, what is it? June 22nd, we're recording this. We'll see what happens. But all right, guys, let's start with the AFC East. And because that's the first division on uh, ESPN, I look at the standing. So that's why we're starting. There is no other reason than that. We'll start with the Buffalo Bills, though. The Buffalo Bills finished 13 and three. They didn't get a, a, a 17th game because Hamlin almost died on the field. If you remember that. Big, he's good big, now, right? He's, he's good. He's back that's, in. Yeah. that's right. That's right. Less, but, less, I thought I heard. Right. So um, Josh Allen's awesome, but their running back room, Damian Harris is now on the Buffalo Bills. Latavius Murray is now on the Buffalo Bills. Devin Singletary is not anymore. So you've got a running back room. That's James Cook, Damian Harris, Latavius Murray, Naeem Hines. A lot of dudes there. Uh, Stephon Diggs, Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, Stephon Diggs is awesome. Gave nothing really happened in their wide receiver room. They were rumored to maybe be kicking the tires on DeAndre Hopkins, but I've heard that that's cooled down a little bit as of this. How could they afford that? Oh, I just they, don't understand it, dude. Sorry, go it's on. the NFL, man. Find money. Um, cap's not real. It's not real. It's made up. <laughs> you just make everything a bonus, right? And you're good. And that's what I've learned. <laughs> But they also drafted a rookie tight end, Dalton Kincaid, uh, I believe out of Utah, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he is apparently going to be really, really good and may do something, not to like the Kyle Pitts level, but he is the most exciting rookie tight end that's out there. Dawson Knox is still there, though. What do you guys think of the Bills this year? Because they keep uh, pooping their pants in the playoffs, but they're really good up until then, particularly 
what do you make out of that running back room? Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. I I don't know. It seems like a committee committee type deal to me. Mm-hmm. I can I see their running game running back game being improved, but not really fantasy improved. Mm-hmm. But speaking of them pooping their pants in the playoffs, isn't there the big old like Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs tiff right now? Yeah, he was at like the Bills place the first start of OTAs yeah the facilities but he wasn't participating later that day and everyone's like we're really concerned and then uh, his agent came out later and was like now he'll be there for the rest of it and then he has been there for the rest of it so it seems to have resolved itself and it's like well what the hell was that about but uh, I just had to go poopy yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) that would be the best that would be the best if that was the answer like Lamar Jackson (laughs) His hemorrhoids were flaring. Yeah, but just to confirm, though, Lamar Jackson still claims that he didn't go poopy there, doesn't he? Or did he admit that? I thought he came out on Twitter and was like, no, that was real. Ended up being real. Because (laughs) do you remember we I think we were we were recording (laughs) when that happened. Do you remember this day? It was at a Thursday night game, maybe. And recall it. and we're like, oh, and then he came out on the field and everyone's like, wow, Lamar's there. And then he immediately threw like a 60 yard bomb to win the game. It was like, holy <laughs> shit, is this real? Anyway, uh, <laughs> Scott, go ahead. I, you know what? I was going to say, I think this is one of those situations where it could win somebody their fantasy league because there's no clear cut. So everybody waits on this situation because like I said, it's Buffalo. They usually got two guys and one kind of pulls ahead, but doesn't do anything spectacular. But let's say Damian Harris does go in there and blow the roof off the place and ends up being the number one guy. And you got him as an RB three and he's your flex every week and is crushing it. That could be a, you know, championship winning move, you know, Mm -hmm. depending on how everything goes for you. That's I mean, you could say that about any running back in the committee, right? I know you could, but this this team specifically. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Well, I, I don't have the ADPs right now in front of me, but James Cook almost certainly is going higher. Everyone's all over. It was James Cook's time with Devin Singletary gone. And I'm, I'll tell you right now, I will have exactly zero shares of James Cook in fantasy this year. Okay. Why is that? Because I think Damian Harris is going to, I don't see the role for James Cook. What is, what is going to be so good about James Cook? He can catch passes. Damian Harris is a better runner. So I think Damian Harris is going to be on first and second down. They still have Naeem Hines, whose only role is catching passes. Josh Allen does not throw to running backs ever. He just runs it himself. So what? It, when is and probably on the goal line is going to be either Damian Harris or Latavius Murray or Josh Allen. Like I don't get it. How old do you think Damian Harris is? Twenty six. I don't know. Ding, 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 ding. Ah! How old do you think James Cook is? 22. 23. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fantasy Pros has James Cook right now, 33. Damien Harris, 37. So they're both pretty yeah. far down there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to probably progress us a little bit quicker just so we can get through all the teams, not to cut you guys off, just toss stuff in there. But let's move on to the uh, my fuck you, buddy. (laughs) Miami Dolphins. (laughs) Let's talk Miami Dolphins here. They were the second place finishers in the AFC East last year. Nine and eight. Uh, Almost knocked off the Bills in the playoffs. If you guys remember that, you got Tua there at quarterback. Um, 
We'll talk about his little issues here. Wide receivers, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are still studs. Although Hill's got some legal shit going on, doesn't he? Did he, yeah. hit, he smack someone down in Miami? Isn't he also the one who like altercation? beat his wife or girlfriend? His pregnant girlfriend. But it girlfriend. wasn't on camera. Yeah, right. pregnant girlfriend. A couple yeah, years that, was, that was back, I think, at Oklahoma State. I think... Uh, it is a long time, long time ago. Hey, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, hey, hey, don't <laughs> don't play FanDuel in our facilities, but you can beat your pregnant <laughs> right, wife yeah. as long as it's not on video. Just don't get that shit on video. We laugh. We laugh. <laughs> um, so the the running back room is Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Ugh. the new guy, uh, Devon A. Chain from Texas A and M, was a rookie. He's small. And he's like wicked fast, which is exactly what Miami's trying to do with their players. Like most are insanely fast. A chain, Hill, Waddle, everyone's incredibly fast. They're trying to make a fast team. You look like you're about to say huh. something. <laughs> and <laughs> the big rumor is Dalvin Cook, because Dalvin Cook is from South Florida. He's a free agent. He's even like made Instagram posts about being on like Miami's campus. I don't know. That's the big talk of the town is that Dalvin Cook might go there. Uh, but let's talk for a second about Tua because Tua is what scares me. Tua had three concussions last year and two of them and were not just not just little guys either. You know, no, they were graphic <laughs> um, fish out Tua, of waterfalls. Yeah. And so it does scare me. I think he, I think I read that he had a concussion at Alabama like way, way, way long ago he was really really good last year i don't know if you guys know this but his completion percentage his accuracy he was awesome until the concussions yeah yeah so he is he was really good he's the real deal but the concussions scare me do they scare you yeah yeah but i i think the fortunate thing is you can probably get him as an rb or qb2 if you don't wait too long, I think there's still a decent depth where if you get a stud early, you can fall back on him and you don't have to invest too much draft capital on him. Mm -hmm. Although I say that last year, I thought there was a tremendous amount of QB depth and boy, did I, was that not the case? So <laughs> boy, oh boy, ignore oh everything boy. I say, apparently. <laughs> what the fuck do we know over here at C to C? He's, Right now, where's Tua? He's the 11th quarterback off of the board, as right now from an ADP standpoint. So, like, 10th round, 11th round, it looks like, overall. Ah, I love the guy, but, ooh. Are you guys touching these running backs? Nope. Are you if touching? Dalvin's there, I will. If you, yeah, if Dalvin shows up there, is he automatically the guy that you want? Yes. Yeah. What about Raheem Mostert, Matt? Weren't you a big Raheem Mostert fan? He's just always been solid when healthy and when he sees playing time. He's like he runs forty percent. He of runs time. hard. You know, you gotta like the guy. As far as as of right now, until I hear some shining spotlight stuff on him, I'm not gonna be grabbing him. At least not at like, hey, he's here at extreme value with no Dalvin Cook there. Right. Then maybe I'll snag him somewhere. Right. Uh, do you guys are you guys at all worried about taking Hill or Waddle with the two a uh, one concussion away from possibly having his career being over? Or are you still all in because they're really really good? Yeah, 
I've never been a big Hill guy, but I got to like Waddle. Okay. New England Patriots were eight and nine last year. Good. Suck it. Uh, Mac Jones is their, their quarterback, I guess. New name in town is Juju Smith-Schuster. He is now on the New England Patriots. And I've got a feeling you guys are going to learn a little bit about some of these movements uh, as I say them. Is that correct? <laughs> Did yeah, you guys? I feel like I, I, I knew that one. And Juju Smith-Schuster moving to the Patriots <laughs> right now just seems like such a Patriots acquisition to me. It's like, yeah, get him over here. Yeah, yeah come on. He's an older on. veteran wide receiver. <laughs> no Jacoby Myers there. No Damian Harris, as we said. He went to the rival Bills, which is pretty punk rock. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, what you got is a, in my opinion, whiny little baby girl quarterback who is kind of crappy. So I don't know if I'm going to have any Patriot on my fantasy roster outside of Ramondre Stevenson, who I kind of really want on my my team because he was awesome last year and he's by himself right what do you guys think about Ramondre Stevenson yeah take care yeah I like him yeah I like him (laughs) 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 great content I feel like I feel like Juju if uh if he's sitting there and you're looking and you've already got three wide receivers if he's still there and you can get a wide receiver four out of them and he could be their number one Sure, pull the trigger. But by the way, how old is Devontae like Parker? Take him before me. Devontae yeah, Parker. Parker. Devontae Parker's got to be like that guy who's twenty six, and everyone's like assuming he's thirty three. How old is he? Matt? Is he somewhere in the between thirty? He's thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got Hunter Henry there, but you know what? You also got Mike Gesicki. He left the Dolphins and he went to the uh, the Patriots. He's new there, and Matt. Your boy, Anthony Ferkser. <laughs> Aw. Aw. All right. <laughs> Little Ferksy. Little Ferker. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a... Ramondre. You're a little Ferker. You're a little Ferker. Ramondre's awesome. I really do like him. But I'm worried that the Patriots are going to sign somebody like Kareem Hunt or Leonard Fournette and just ruin Ramondre's day. But if they don't sign anyone... Any of those veterans, Ramondre Stevenson's going to be a beast of a guy, and I will draft him very high. Like uh round two, perhaps. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, Mac Jones sucks. He averaged I don't like the guy. Can you guys tell? That's the second thing I've said I about say, him. What, what was the whiny <laughs> baby girl thing? Does he whiny baby girl a lot? No, uh, he did that one with one of his injuries, and I just hated it. And like his response was stupid. But by the way, Bailey Zappi is the quarterback behind him. Last year, when he came into relief, Mac Jones, when he was crappy, had a better completion percentage, better yards per attempt, better touchdown to interception ratio, and a better quarterback rating. So all I'm saying is that Bailey Zappi is way better than Mac Jones. But old Zapster. Have we spent enough? Have we? (laughs) So this show is making up fun nicknames (laughs) for people. (laughs) Let's. I don't want to. Do you guys want to spend more time in the Patriots? No, no. (laughs) That's a good answer. The New York Jets uh, went seven and ten. (laughs) Let's move on from. (laughs) 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 Why did we start with the AFC? This is an error on my part. I'm sorry. the The New York Jets were seven and ten last year. 
had Zach Wilson at the helm, but new addition, you may have heard of him. Matt's favorite person on the planet, Aaron Rodgers, is now on the New York Jets. He and still he brought- has to earn that starting role over Zach Wilson. Right? <laughs> I, bet, I bet he does. <laughs> uh, Alan Lazard came with him from the Packers. So Alan Lazard is now on the Jets. So he's the second wide receiver to Garrett Wilson. Miko Hardman from the Kansas City Chiefs is now on the Jets. Oh, interesting. Corey Davis is still there. Randall Cobb is still kicking. He's still puttering around <laughs> up there in New York. Brees Hall should be back. So the question is for you guys, how much better will the Jets be with Aaron Rodgers? How how much better will this offense be just because he's there and with the return of Brees Hall? There's a lot of excitement for the Jets. Are you excited for the Jets? I know Matt's answer before he even answers because I know (laughs) how he feels about Aaron Rodgers. So Scott, start with you. (laughs) So Matt can just bring us down with the fuck Aaron Rodgers. I I think their their offense obviously took a big step forward. I don't know how their defense is, honestly. Just on a whim, I'm going to say they're going to flip their record and go 10 and 7. They're still not going to win the division. Okay. How about that, Matt? Look at that. That sounded very reasonable. <laughs> Matt, I know, how do like, you feel? I, I really liked what I saw out of Brees Hall last year. He wasn't somebody I got shares of, so I'm interested in that again. I think the team is going to be improved. Um, the one that's interesting to me is with the addition of people like Alan Lazard, McCole Hardman, and even Randall Cobb, you had Garrett Wilson there really show flashes last year, and he had some injury issue too, didn't he? Or I can't recall exactly, but <laughs> he's like our age, so probably. Yeah. But he's probably not. I I was going to say, I didn't actually know that he was that old, if that's the case. You're talking about Randall Cobb? No, Garrett Wilson. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Yeah, he's like 22 or something like that. I thought you were talking about Randall (laughs) Cobb. What I was saying is, will Garrett Wilson continue on that production and upward trajectory, even though they added all these Aaron Rodgers boys to the team and everything? That I don't know if we'll have the same chemistry. I don't know if he'll be a diamond in the rough that you find in drafts or just a nothing this year. Garrett Wilson's 22. He was born in the year 2000 and uh, Randall Cobb will turn 33 before the Ooh. start of the season. Hey, that's older than you, Matt. By He's younger than you by a month. Look at that. How about that? <laughs> Doesn't Randall Cobb seem so much older than Matt Scott? Oh yeah. Hands down. Oh, man, this is the content. So that was the AFC East. Let's take a break um, and then we'll do the rest of the divisions because we did some fun stuff beforehand. So let's take a break. Also, I need another drink. So mm-hmm. y'all Manhattan number two on its way. We are back and we are talking AFC. Uh before we get into that, just by the way, I wanted to bring up Matt in particular to you. Uh, earlier today, while we were like eating and making dinner, we watched Mulan. Great film. And um, I think I've seen that movie once in my life before it's, tonight. It's a pretty rough life you've lived then. And the <laughs> running joke uh, is that the old Danny hates Mulan, and I, it's not true. I don't. I just don't think I knew it. I watched 
so I wa- we watched it, but you know, with kids, you, how much? I mean, you watch, you don't, you watch, you don't, you watch, you don't. And it was pretty good. It's pretty good. A lot of uh, toxic masculinity. I'll tell you that. Holy <laughs> shit! Oh my gosh, you need to you need to watch the whole film. There's there's an arc, okay, Danny. <laughs> I'm sure there is. <laughs> but I will say, at times, I said to Mandy, well, "This is problematic." <laughs> So it's it's tough in the streets for a while there. Songs are good though. Quality songs. Well, I mean, one of the worst songs in regards to what you just said is probably the I'll make a man out of you song. That's <laughs> one of them. <laughs> That's but one God of them. damn it, is it catchy? You know, and then <laughs> and then afterwards Disney Plus was like, after it was over, it's like, hey, do you want to watch Pocahontas now? And I was like, that feels racist somehow that you asked that but <laughs> like every disney movie bases on a different culture and ethnicity and all that kind of stuff so it's like they're just popping you to another disney like what did you expect them to do pop you to like white guy disney movie what is give an give an example like, like story. what what is it hercules i feel like i wouldn't have thought anything of it if they were like hey you want to watch wreck it ralph i'd be like fuck yeah i want to watch wreck it ralph i love wreck it ralph <laughs> but uh I don't know. I haven't seen po- we've I haven't seen Pocahontas in years. So we started watching Pocahontas again. Songs. Also, See, never, I was never a, a great Pocahontas fan. I'm not even that big on the songs in Pocahontas. As also, much as everybody else. also problematic. <laughs> some, yeah, I don't even remember what they're about. Them, some of them. Uh, Ooh, let's, let's be honest. Right, there's man, a just, there's a lot about Disney that hasn't Disney. aged well. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But I yeah. I, I mean, it's just night. It was just the culture back in 1990s was a lot different than it is 30 yeah. years later. Yeah. Mel Gibson played John Smith. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you was that a surprised response or was that an angry response? <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. let you interpret it how you want. Yeah. And one of the <laughs> one of the like uh the on uh the ship uh, what are they called? Crew. Oh my god. <laughs> what are the crew in Pocahontas? Hugh started talking. He's definitely the dad in Brave. Have you seen Brave? Mm-hmm. That's a quality film, by the way. A lot of Brave. toxic feminicity in that one. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> we should do Chump Chatter forthcoming. Was, it's going to be Disney was movies. It, who was the dad? That wasn't Gerard Butler, was it? No, no, no. Uh, I think and brave. I don't like, remember who the dad probably was. Like Twelve brave. then, right? Yeah. It was. I forget the guy's name. I mean, that's but... yeah. <laughs> anyway, guess right. when, anyways. So, do you want to talk Disney movies or football? Like, I'm could go either way right now. <laughs> I guess we'll finish with the AFC. All right, let's dig into the AFC North. The Cincinnati Bengals were 12 and four. Uh, their team is kind of unchanged from last year. They are a stellar team. They're one of the big three, as they call them, in the AFC. A lot of, a lot of toxic masculinity on that team. God, is this going to be my. <laughs> is this going to follow me forever now? I'll say so. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd are still there. Joe Burrow's still there. Joe Mixon, though. Joe Mixon. 
he is getting in a little, a little bit of legal trouble. They don't know if they wanted to cut him in the off season. We don't know what Joe Mixon's status is going to be, but Joe Mixon had that one game. If you remember where he scored five touchdowns Remember that mm-hmm. ran for like 150 yards and a bunch uh-huh. of catches and stuff like that. Other than that game, I he... re- go ahead. I remember that I traded him in fantasy football directly before that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great, great didn't feel good. Great didn't feel. feel good. But to your credit, he never uh, eclipsed 100 yards on the ground ever in that season last year. Other than week nine. Yeah. 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 So his average yards per game across the year, 58. That's not good. So he was not very good last year. But his nope. name still carries weight to it. So how do you feel about Joe Mixon this year? Scott, you say uh, words. You guys are always in love with him more than I was. I'll I'll be honest. I mean, I always liked him, but I feel like you guys liked him a little more than I did. I still Bullshit. wouldn't mind having him because, I mean, he's never. This is his first year that I think you can look at and be like, wow, what a disappointment. I think his other years have been good and with that team i don't see any problem with him bouncing back uh so i mean taking a quick peek and was this half ppr he's ranked rb no that's standard uh seven but 17 time he's ranked 17 i think i would take him uh, maybe one or two ahead of that I guess there's a couple guys. <laughs> so so he's appropriately ranked. Then. I mean, he it's not too bad. They, yeah. they have him in like mid tier four. I, I could see him at the top of tier four. And I could I could see taking him over maybe Kenneth Walker at the bottom of tier three in Seattle. Yeah. So what I still like about Mo Jixon is that he's on a great offense and there's no other running backs there. So there's gonna be scoring opportunities. And I think despite his poor usage yard wise on the ground he still was fantasy relevant because he had scoring opportunities and that's not going to dry up and given what rb17 is what he's ranked now yeah yeah i'll get him on my team mo shares mo jixon is like one of your longest running jokes i feel like now and i <laughs> laugh every single time so it'll never stop by the way their tight end the bengals irv smith how about that? I like it. I like it. Yeah. So that might be something. He stays healthy. Last, maybe like your your very last pick. If you already got time and you're like, you know what? Let's see what Irv can do. What he'll do is he'll like tear something in his foot. Uh, <laughs> during. <laughs> uh, was that a burp or a yap? <laughs> a or a combination of the both. Uh, no, sounded like the exorcist. So. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are 10 and seven. Nope. They were 10 and seven and Lamar Jackson is their quarterback and he just got handed a bag of money. So good for him. New guys into town. Odell Beckham is on the Ravens now and they drafted a rookie out of Boston college wide receiver named Zay flowers in the first round, smaller guy, lightning quick, really, really fast. A lot of high hopes for him. Still behind Rashad Bateman, I guess, in the pecking order from a wide receiver standpoint. You got Mark Andrews who's going to get his. J.K. Dobbins is maybe healthy. So what I want to toss to you guys is they have a new offensive coordinator who actually likes to pass the ball. So what do you make of this Ravens offense? Do you think it's going to be better or do you are you with Matt 
and think that Lamar sucks. I, I wouldn't say I think he sucks. I just don't think he's going to be the QB one. Because they got a new offensive coordinator. I didn't say that. Didn't, didn't oh, you alluded that. to it. You alluded <laughs> hard, Danny. God, I can't stop on Lamar Jackson. He <laughs> might be my favorite fantasy football player ever. <laughs> what about J.K. Dobbins? What do you think about him? He kind of stumbled back from a recovery from a knee injury, but apparently he's healthy, allegedly, on paper. And if this offense is going to be good, he's going to have a lot of scoring opportunities. It, J.K. Dobbins, Scott, what do you think? You can take him around J.K. Dobbins or Joe Mixon? I think I'd have to stick with Joe Mixon there, but it's at least it's close this year, honestly, which isn't what I would have thought after last year. If he's healthy, I would like to have him. I know Gus Edwards is still there and likes to poach a little bit, but I, I think they were using him more and more towards the end of the year when he was actually back on the field. And I get, I don't have his numbers in front of me, but I thought it was a, a pretty, pretty solid handful of games there. If I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt, J.K. Dobbins or Joe Mixon? I think I'm just I'm still Joe Mixon there. I like I like J.K. Dobbins, but you, you get some of that Lamar Jackson stealing some ground yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not I don't have to threaten pretty like Joe Burrow stealing anything on the ground. So I'm so, so on that note, Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson in fantasy, Matt. I'm a Joe Burrow boy. I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> Scott, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. Ooh, man. I think I, I think I'd probably go Lamar there. I, and it's close, but I, I'll be honest. Like you said, now that they drafted a number one wide receiver or in the first round, I think that's going to replace a little that they lost from Marquise Brown leaving, which with Marquise Brown, and Mark Andrews, they had an okay passing offense. Now you add Odell Beckham and Rashad Bateman there. I think they actually have a formidable wide receiver core, which I can't say has been the case in many years for Lamar Jackson. How high do you take Scott uh, Mark Andrews? Obviously, Travis Kelsey's at the like. Love him. Love yeah. him. Now you are a big Mark <laughs> Andrews guy. Do you take him at the end of the second round if he's I would. There. I I never go tight end, and it always I'm like ah, you can stream, but it always comes back to bite me. And because you don't think of it, you're like week to week, you're like oh, they didn't do that much this week. But then you look at the difference at the end of the year between tight end, you know, two three with like him or a Hawkinson or somebody that was up there, and then you look at where your guy was or your streamers, and you're like my god, it was like a 55 point difference over the course of the year. You know, I mean that that adds up big time. And I feel like this might be the year that I might actually go tight end a little early, depending on where I'm drafting. Matt, I do you did that disagree? last year in a league and I took Kyle Pitts because he was supposed to be really good. But <laughs> doesn't always pay off. Speaking of not very good. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. That's Pittsburgh. not fair. <laughs> That's not fair because they were nine and eight. Uh Kenny Pickett is there, and that's that was gonna be my transition. Was speaking of not very good, Kenny Pickett, but Najee Harris is, is there. Um, Allen Robinson is new to town. Remember him? 
Gotta love Allie Robbie. Back back um, to the non-quarterback teams for Allen Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anyone that you are liking from the Steelers offense? Like Najee Harris is inefficient as hell, but he gets a ton of volume. Uh you get him cheap enough. Pat Fryermuth like, I liked last year in fantasy. Yeah. He helped me out a little bit. Yeah, Pat Fryermuth's um, a good one. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I wouldn't hate Deontay Johnson as like a wide receiver three. I mean, he was going like at the end of the like wide receiver one list last oh, year. Oh. And we were all three of us were like no way in hell. And we were right. He didn't do anything great. But I'm trying to look, see where he's at now. I have ever drafted Deontay Johnson 30s. and I'm not going to start this year. I'm he's not going 30, to wide receiver 34, according to this. That's pretty that's pretty damn low. I mean but still, yeah. I don't I don't think Kenny Pickett is that good. I really don't. No. I don't, I don't think but looking at the guys does. after him, you got you got your Traylon Burks, then you got Jahan Dotson, George Pickens. It's on the same team. Portland George Sutton down at 40. There's a lot of guys after him that I'm not really looking at either, though. So I mean, in the 30s, I think he has value there as your wide receiver three compared to some of these other guys. Yeah. Bullshit. Oh yeah, I guess. Kind of. <laughs> okay, fine. But yeah, Matt, you talk about Pat Fryermuth though. I'm with you on that too. Um, yeah. He's going right now tight end nine, and seems probably about right. Yeah, De- deserve, what, what's, so. what's his sandwich? You know, uh, Evan Evan Ingram in Jacksonville, David and Joku in Cleveland are his sandwich. Man, I might take him over both those guys. The next guy above uh, Evan Ingram is Darren Waller. So they there's a clear cut like line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'd right there. there. Yeah. Um, anything else on the Steelers you guys wanted to talk about or? No. Cool. Man, I move along, sir. Yeah. Cleveland Browns uh, were seven and 10 last year. They have Deshaun Watson, who is. Gross from uh, a personal standpoint. Toxic masculinity <laughs> there, right? Yeah, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Damn it. <laughs> we say it over and over. I'm just going to call this episode Toxic Masculinity. Uh, and then people will listen to the first half and be like, what the fuck? Uh, so it took, it was like two years between Deshaun Watson starting an NFL game. So there was rust to be knocked off and oh boy was there a lot of rust because he was terrible last year you've got nick yeah. chubb seemingly by himself because kareem hunt is well, he's not gone he's unsigned and there's was talk of him coming back to the browns but right now nick chubb is by himself there's jerome ford behind him who's a no i mean it's nobody it's nick chubb's show the yeah. new guy in town is elijah moore from the new york jets from a wide receiver standpoint so there is an extra weapon there there, I think that Deshaun Watson will not maybe maybe not get back to the QB one status that he was before all of his being gross things started happening, but I think he's going to get closer to good than he was crappy. What do you guys think of that? I I I don't know. Okay, I, I guess let's like I don't want to say like I hope so because I don't really hope he does well. I don't know. It's, it's very than, tough to root yeah. for uh for him. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> Same thing I as Tyree Hill. Yeah, I think he's 
kind of ranked about accurate and it's one of those where like you said he didn't play for a while so i could see him being a solid qb again and looking at a guy that's right after him you got two and then daniel jones am i taking daniel jones over deshaun watson not a fucking chance in hell that's what i was going to give you guys is the sandwich um which by the way matt you said it like two minutes ago and i love that so i'm gonna start saying that a lot his sandwich (laughs) deshaun watson's sandwich (laughs) is uh trevor lawrence and dak prescott i've got dak prescott and tua i like i mean i'll i'll probably have either of those guys on my team before i take deshaun watson and i'm I get it athletically, like the guy might have more upside than both, but he needs to prove it for me first. Uh, where, where, where is that sandwich? What is what is what is that? Eight. Level? What I'm looking at. So I'm looking at ADP yeah. right now on Fantasy Pros, and um, so we uh, got we might be able, okay. So, okay. So ADP, we got Trevor Lawrence uh, at eight, and then there's kind of a gap. There's like a twenty pick gap between him and number nine, Sean Watson, right behind Watson's Dak Prescott. There's a little bit of a gap in then Tua. Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, the like of, of that. So he yeah, can there'll be other people I'm targeting is all. Yeah. I'm not too I just think enthralled that... by his receiver core either. And he'd have to make up a lot on his feet. And Nick Chubb's just gonna be a monster there. Anyway, Do you, so. you you don't like Pooper? No. You don't like you don't like <laughs> Poopster? Pooper Jones? Am- <laughs> Amari Pooper. Oh, I think talking about Donovan <laughs> Pooper Jones. <laughs> is that even close? Uh, Nick Chubb. You mentioned Nick Chubb. I've got Nick Chubb pretty high on my rankings, but I also think that they may add somebody to this backfield, the running back backfield. If it does remain yeah. Nick Chubb, I might have him oh, as high yeah. as like RB4. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, four or five for sure. No. No. Not, not you, though. Well, you don't like it. Why not? I don't know. I don't. I'm <laughs> I just, biased in my head. I'm trusting Chubb. But. If I know Matt, I know a contrarian. So it's just because Scott and I said we like him just now. You're like, Matt, no, 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 no. Spells his last name with two Bs. Come on. <laughs> you only need the one. Otherwise, it's Tube. Would you take Chubb or <laughs> <laughs> would you take Chubb or Derrick Henry right now? In any format. Oh. Scott, while well, he thinks you say something. I think, I think oh, Henry, boy. Uh, I, if that, that one is very clear, like you said, if no one gets signed as of this moment, I think I lean a little toward Chubb. I love Derrick Henry. Had him last year. He's always a stud, but my God, that offense is in shambles right now. And hey, this great hey, chances. Hey, hey, shambles. They're hey, rebuilding, shut up. Scott. Yeah, get out of Again, here. It, it's in shambles. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Let's talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, they won the AFC South, the best division in football, uh, with a record <laughs> of nine and eight last year. They've got Trevor Lawrence, who seems to be beginning his ascension into the potential stardom that he was drafted to be, which is great because I think we're all rooting for Trevor Lawrence. Maybe not Matt, but I am. Um, that, that was so. I don't know why I just threw you under the bus like that. You never said one <laughs> negative thing about Lawrence ever. <laughs> I, just, I said that. 
Trevor but, Lawrence fucked me. Man, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what I did. I, uh, he's never said about everything negative. Uh, Calvin Ridley is now in town for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they drafted a running back, Tank Bigsby, who a lot of people are wondering if he's going to take snaps away from Travis Etienne. Um, but they still have Evan Ingram, who at the second half of the year started to be really good as a tight end and Trevor Lawrence really figured it out, made that crazy comeback against the chargers in the playoffs and got very close to knocking off the super bowl champion chiefs. So what do you think of this Jaguars offense? I know we like it, but what do you think about it? And will Calvin Ridley like help boost Trevor Lawrence into fantasy superstardom? Yes. <laughs> Let's start with the Jaguars uh, fan go. Like yeah. we 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 talked about last year, they were trending up, and I think that this team is going to continue that. They've got their quarterback of the future. They've got their running back. Um, I don't know. Maybe this tank guy is also going to help supplement that. But now you added a proven wide receiver again. I know he has a year off, and he'll have some rust to kick off as well. But that, and then you've got the kind of reinvigorated Evan Ingram on a team with a quarterback that likes to throw. And he came out of nowhere. I had him in a couple of leagues in the last few weeks, and he was great. So I like the offense. If their defense could hold teams down a little bit, I would say this is their division to lose. <laughs> Matt, you're aching to say something. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Like, I think they made a good addition snagging Calvin Ridley when they could. Uh, Christian Kirk has been a stud. He's somebody who was never on my draft radar, and this year he might be. Like, what he did last season, and I think he had an injury later in the year, didn't he? Yeah, until then, he was just lights out amazing. And Zay Jones is somebody that is also there to help support. He has talent. He's shown flashes. Not going to be fantasy relevant, but it's a it's a great core for Trevor Lawrence to really do his thing this year. Yeah. So I, I like Trevor Lawrence in fantasy myself. What do you think of Travis Etienne's role? I feel like the Jaguars don't really know what to do with Travis Etienne because like Etienne and Lawrence at Clemson were a dynamic duo of like Etienne was catching passes constantly. He was just stellar. And they Lawrence never really threw at Etienne. It might be like a scheme thing for Jacksonville, but that's weird because of that dynamic there. So I think the big question for Travis Etienne is what what do we what do we do with him? And we talked about this a little bit with the uh the scorching hot takes of Travis Etienne, but I think he's got to catch more passes. Right. I'll say be... one thing. There, I'm sure there's a lot of things that Trevor Lawrence did in college that he's not doing now. So he can fill his time with throwing the ball to fucking Travis Etienne. If he has like weed, to, you know? like weed or cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and or, now here we go. Some weed. <laughs> Are you doing hey man, weed How again, many man. pots have you smoking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a movie. Let's take a pause. Let's go watch that movie. We'll come back. Um, so we go from Scott's team, the Jaguars, to Matt and I's team, the Tennessee Titans, who finished in second place with seven and ten record. The big, <laughs> the big addition to the Tennessee Titans was uh, Will Levis, who was a quarterback for the University of Kentucky, and the Titans took him in 
the second round of this year's draft, Will Levis was possibly going to go at the beginning of the first round, and he fell all the way to the Titans. Although Ryan Tanhill is still the quarterback there, Derrick Henry's still there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the timing of that was too perfect. But a lot of questions here. So the wide receiver core of the Titans is just awful. Buying Traylon Burks, who's not proven yet. I want to talk whoa, about whoa, whoa. Traylon Burks showed enough last year where okay, he's all right. You know, we got it. <laughs> I want to talk about tight end Chig Aconquo out of the University yeah. of Maryland. I think Chig Aconquo is going to be a top eight tight end this year in fantasy football. I was about to say top five until I started the sentence and then I moved it to eight because I was like, that's going to be dumb sounding. <laughs> so, so not scorching, you know, like, it's just reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a lukewarm take. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think Chigokonkwo is going to be really, really good. I really do think that. And I think Traylon Burks is going to be better than his ADP. Yeah. He showed a lot of good things last year. Both those guys, Aquanquo, Aquanquo, Burks. And then looking at the receiving core, like you said, it's garbage. I don't know about that. Burks, he's going to do better. Cal Phillips, when healthy, really added another dynamic to the team. Where I think they really needed an addition is the other wide receiver, Westbrook Akeen had a couple good plays and catches and yeah. just he's not he's not that he's, know, not, he's not the guy starting wide out yeah um i i mean in like four receiver sets yeah that's your guy you pop on the field but he's he's not he's not <laughs> who you want on your <laughs> in four receiver sets yeah that's fine i'm out there that's <laughs> fine i'll distract somebody you know you could have scott you can have scott trosky out there in five receiver sets it's fine <laughs> but you're not gonna throw uh yeah no i i agree uh derrick henry though scott tell us about your thoughts is he old busted or is he going to keep on trucking i mean they weren't good last year and he was still a every week starter was putting up like 16 points per game because it seemed like he got a touchdown every freaking week not good the titans were relevant until the last week of the season okay you know that's, that's, oh no that, i get it that's actually correct well, okay <laughs> i i understand they were relevant but overall they were not what we were expecting them to be at the beginning of the year and i don't think that their offense was i mean when we went into last year we thought they were gonna have a potent offense at least a formidable offense and then Tannehill didn't do great and then the wide receiving court, like we said, just wasn't great. But yeah. my point is Derrick Henry still got his every game was still putting up close to 100 yards, if not more, still getting a touchdown, seemed like every freaking game, which was great because I had him in a league. So I don't I don't have any reservation for taking Derrick Henry's an RB1 again. Not not any. Jake Conquo, guys, write that down. You guys are going to in August, you're going to hear me say his name. Way too early, and I'm gonna get you know, burned. We by need that. to write down like the hot takes because we we only ever remember the ones that hit. <laughs> right <laughs> when it's midseason and Conquo has like tight end twenty eighty eight yards numbers. <laughs> well, I'm sure as fuck not gonna bring up my negative things. <laughs> uh, the can you imagine before we move on if the Titans Matt had someone like. AJ Brown or something 
how good this offense could be. Well, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that, I would fill that gap. Fill it up real <laughs> yeah. nice and tight. <laughs> I don't know, you know. I feel like AJ Brown would just bring a lot of toxic masculinity to the team that we don't really need. <laughs> uh, over under two and a half more times, Matt will bring up toxic masculinity <laughs> in a way that so will make me at laugh. At least going to be. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of coughing and sneezing on this show <laughs> and burping is substantial. Yeah. So let's move on a to burps today. <laughs> the. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of seltzer water for these guys. <laughs> <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts finished with a record of 4-12-1 and, and somehow didn't get last in the division. Newcomers to the team, the big one that we're going to talk about the most is Anthony Richardson. Uh, University of Florida quarterback got drafted in the 104 spot by the Colts. The only other thing I had written here, Isaiah McKenzie from the Bills, who was useful at times down the Colts. So you got Pittman, Pierce, Downs. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, rookie Josh Downs is there. Uh, Jonathan Taylor should be healthy. It's I feel like all- you're trying to avoid the fact that Gardner Minshew, I say, oh, mustache madness is there. Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Minshew magic. Yeah, we can talk about that, but I don't think there's much to talk about. I think so. Think it, Anthony Richardson is week one starter. I do. I I really do. So Anthony Richardson. So just give you guys oh. a little bit of a background on who Anthony Richardson is. He started only thirteen uh. games for the University of Florida, and if I remember right, they went six and seven in those games. But Anthony Richardson at the combine broke records to the point where he's being touted as the best athletes to ever be at the NFL Combine. Like between like how big he is and how high he can jump and how far he can throw and his speed and everything like it. They're saying he's the best athlete that's ever participated in the NFL combine, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But you need a little more than just being an awesome athlete to be an NFL quarterback. Right. I think we can agree on that. Didn't Eric Leaf do great at the combine? Ryan Leaf. Ooh. I like these. Ryan you, Leaf. Sorry. Do you remember, do you remember Leaf and you just tossed out a name? And you're like, <laughs> maybe it's Eric. Absolutely. Did I'm like, Leaf Erickson do great at the camera. <laughs> but so they're comparing him body size and athleticism to Cam Newton. If he's Cam Newton, that's awesome because Cam Newton was awesome. He really was. He was really, really good. Yeah. But I don't think he is the. So when you draft Anthony Richardson, you are drafting the potential there because he can run and that's big in fantasy football. He can score if they're within the five yard line. It's going to be Anthony Richardson running touchdowns in like Cam Newton did, but it's Jonathan Taylor value. It does. It does. And running quarterbacks don't tend to throw to dump off passes. So in half PPR and full PPR leagues, it's not great for Taylor because when in doubt, they don't dump it off like Matt Ryan. They'll just run. But what is this offense with Anthony Richardson is such a gigantic question mark. And a lot of people are like, Anthony Richardson is the next big thing. And a lot of people think he's a bust. I personally lean towards, I don't buy it. I think he's a great athlete. And I think that he wouldn't have gone six and seven at the University of Florida. If he had the 
the the quarterback intelligence and arm accuracy. So what about if he's such a great athlete? Let's get that guy in tight end role like Gardner Minshew just <laughs> like a like a Tim Tebow the yeah. uh, University of Florida Tim Tebow <laughs> Florida Anthony Richardson just toss him over there no they got Jelani Woods and Mo Ali Cox who were like six nine each at tight end they don't yeah you know. don't need so, the Colts so anyway there's enough of me talking about the Colts Anthony Richardson it all comes down to what is he going to do so what do you guys think of any of these these players for the Indianapolis Colts. Scott, start with you. I I think Jonathan Taylor is gonna slide down boards quite a bit. So if you're at the end of the first round at like kind of the turn and he's sitting there. I mean some people still haven't like I take that back because some one of them had him still RB2 not taking him there. There's no way. So I take that back. He wouldn't be there late, but I would love to get him where I could get another RB pretty quick after it. But mm-hmm. Michael Pittman Jr., disappointing last year. I think this year, I mean, that whole team was disappointing, but I think Michael Pittman will have a little bit of a bounce back. I don't think he's going to be where we had him. Like, we were thinking, like, yeah, RB1 at the fringe of RB1 slash RB2. I think he's a solid RB2 this year after last year because, again, we don't know their quarterback situation. So I'm not reaching for him by any means this year. Only person I'm interested in is Taylor. That's at the right price tag. Hey, so let's talk about that. Jonathan Taylor, Matt, or Nick Chubb? Half PPR. Right now. Of course, things can change, of course. I think I'm Chubb. Um, yeah, Chubb. Scott, yeah. yeah. Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs, both of you. Is that the line? Did I find yeah, the line? Need- I don't know about the line. I like we didn't talk about the Jacobs Raiders like RB one last year or two. He was the go, running back one. I mean Jacobs. Really? Yeah, so I would go Jacobs. The now they have. Yeah, he was a stud. Yeah, I've God, always been a Jacobs fanboy. And now that I said it, uh, now I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Someone's gonna have to fact check me on that. I, <laughs> I think he finished uh, number one in yards. Uh, anyway, Taylor or Tony Pollard? I'd go Taylor there. Okay, so we found the line for Scott. What is the Zeke situation right now? He's unsigned, free he's agent, un- free agent. So he's not but on the Cowboys. He's I'll not yet. But the if you go to Vegas, last I heard, if you go to Vegas and bet on what team will Zeke sign for, uh, the number one odds are Cowboys to go back. Yeah, yeah they're going to be the number one odds, right? Well, I, I don't know how this shit I mean, works. He, he has an existing tie to this team. So <laughs> sure, like sure. The they also team. said. They also said, go fucking kick rocks, guy. So <laughs> you want your old ass anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they said it like that. It's a little different. Yeah. See? <laughs> so your flabby ass and your, <laughs> <laughs> your bingo arms and your flabby cottage cheese ass. So, <laughs> whoa. So I feel like you use it. It's they... on somebody before. What, the bingo arms or the. <laughs> okay. So. So the Houston Texans are are bingo arms literally just like for old people who play bingo. Well, when they, yeah, when they call bingo, (laughs) they go bingo and they flop their arms like that and they wave in the, in the air like that. And I know this isn't good for, uh, for the audio listeners as if there are visual listeners, but 
Houston Texans finished three thirteen and one, which was last in the AFC South, and they've got a lot of new things happening this year. C.J. Stroud, the Ohio State quarterback, is now their uh, signal caller, and he was drafted with the second overall pick in this last year draft. Devin Singletary leaves the Bills and joins the Texans to join Damian Pierce, who was a breakout running back last year. You guys remember Damian Pierce? Remember that? Now Devin Singletary is next Mm -hmm. to him. We'll talk about that. Their wide receiver room, number one guy, presumably, is Robert Woods, Matt. Remember that guy? Oh, he was a guy, as Matt falls asleep. Oh, Bobby Trees. Yeah. You got Nico Collins. Uh, there's no more Brandon Cooks. He's gone. He went to the Cowboys. So, And he, the tight end is Dalton Schultz from the Cowboys, who I'm actually interested in. in this Look position. at that. And wide receiver, John Mechie, great story, University of Alabama, goes to Houston and then gets diagnosed with leukemia, beats leukemia, gets treatment, beats it, doesn't play at all last year, his rookie year. So now this year, his second year, he's back. Really cool. I am actually, I think that the Texans are going to be better than people think. And I think that... uh I think they're going to finish second in the AFC South behind the Titans behind the Titans (laughs) (laughs) behind somebody. (laughs) I I'm actually really encouraged by the Texans, but I gave you guys a lot of stuff. Nobody believes in any of these players. Maybe Damian Pierce. Who's there right now? ADP is like 19 running back. What do you guys think? Anything about this tickle your butts? I'd have to see. Like the quarterback situation is too new and different and meh to me to really sink my teeth in anything besides Pierce here. I feel like Scott. What do yeah, you think? I, I remain untickled. What about Dal? Dal- I like Dalton Schultz. I think that the the rookie quarterback will lean on. A big tight end like that, proven guy, Dalton Schultz. I like him. No, yeah. <laughs> I think he's your. Everybody he, always thinks that. Uh, but... Yeah, I do. Yeah, he's one of those where you're like, I'm gonna wait on tight end. It'll be great, and then he's gonna flop, and they're gonna be streaming every week anyway. God, you guys are really bumming me out. Uh, Damian Pierce. <laughs> well, don't like, say stupid things. <laughs> right. Are the Texans a team that you guys feel that you will have zero pieces of in fantasy? I can see that happening very easily. Yes. Maybe Pierce. I think that I'm going to have, I think that at a certain point this year, I'm going to have multiple pieces of the Texans (laughs) offense and I will finish in eighth place in (laughs) the league that that happens. And I'll just go down with the, the burning ship. Okay. So AFC West, last division, Kansas City Chefs were the fourth. They were 14 and three last year. Not a lot has changed on their roster from last year, the uh, Super Bowl champs to this year. They drafted uh, another wide receiver named Rasheed Rice, I believe, from Michigan State, or is he SMU? Is he SMU? I don't I know. She races SMU. Okay. Yeah. SMU. So Patrick Mahomes is awesome. 
this wide receiving core is Kadarius Tony, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantley, Sky Moore, and then Rasheed Rice. Running backs, Isaiah Pacheco. Remember, Matt, you were a big Pacheco guy in the middle of last year, weren't you? Did you pick him up somewhere and you were like, holy shit? Or am I crazy? I had some Pacheco shares, yeah. You got Clyde Edwards Lair, who's just pooping his pants left and right. And then they re signed Jarek McKinnon, who was still blasted off at the end of the year there. Did he score a touchdown in like seven straight games or something? Dude, he was like he was somebody you like picked up on waiver wire and he was getting you like 18 points a game because he was getting two touchdowns and like 50 yards receiving. Like it was mm-hmm. insane. So and I'm wondering if he's gonna have a bigger role now. So my question, Matt, here's my question to you, Matt. Is Isaiah Pacheco ready to lock down this Chiefs backfield and be the running back on a great offense? I, I don't think he will be the running back. There's too many other names here. I don't know. Do you want me to give you his sandwich? Uh, oh, I want that sandwich. These burps are just delicious sounding. They're coming. Dave, they're keep. They're gonna keep coming. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you double double breads. Okay. Ooh. So I'm usually like a, a carb control guy, but I'm gonna allow it. Here. Do you get what? What should we call that when I give you two above and two below? Double decker sandwich. Oh god, that's way better than my stupid fucking thing. Okay, so Isaiah Pacheco <laughs> above it is I Alexander Madison <laughs> and David Montgomery. Below Javante Williams and James Cook. Matt, how do you feel about Isaiah Pacheco in that spectrum? I think I think I'd take Pacheco in that sandwich. Over Madison, too, even though he's Supposed to be the guy. He's the guy guy now. now. Yeah. I just, I never think of him as the guy. I know you hate David Montgomery. Oh, right behind all that is Alvin Kamara, by the way. Interesting. Scott, what do you think? Madison, Montgomery, Williams, James Cook. Where do you take Pacheco above all of them? I know. I think. Honestly, that's probably right where I would take him. I don't think I would take him above. If Madison's the guy, I'll take Madison and Montgomery. I forget who else is in Detroit. Jameer Gibbs, the rookie from Alabama. They took him with the 12th overall pick, so they're projecting mm. him to like do a lot of shit. Yeah, and I so mean, he's probably going to be hurt most of the year anyway. So I say that seems like a Stop very... It. Stop it. <laughs> That seems like a very similar situation than with Montgomery having another guy there with Pacheco having McKinnon. Like I see those two being very similar. I would take Madison before them both. Now, last question for the Chiefs before we move on. Where do you take Travis Kelsey? Where I'm, do you feel good about this? Travis isn't going to be the year that I finally sell out and get Travis Kelsey. I'm in it for the long haul. I'm always avoiding him. <laughs> and I'm just going to wait for that magical year when he finally falls off a fucking cliff. And you'll say, ah, it was me. I said, yeah. All right. Yeah. That's why I avoided winning fantasy leagues for the past 11 years. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Scott, when are you taking him? I I would love to, if I'm in the middle of the second round, maybe late second round, he's still there. I mean, he usually goes like the turn in the first, second round. Right now, people like, are, some people are taking him at like the 103. Dumb. Yeah. So there's no. I just no. There's no right way. now. And average at ADP. I would, I would love right it, now. But... Right ADP. You guys hear that? that was my part. 
ADP was 106 right now. It goes. No, can't do it. Can't average, do it. ADP and right now Even is, though I'm not super excited about their wide receiver core, and I think he's going to be the normal guy. I, I'd be okay with taking Mark Andrews in the second round if it means passing Kelsey in the first round. It goes Justin Jefferson, McCaffrey, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, Austin Eckler, Travis Kelsey. And right now, according to average draft position, Mark Andrews is the 31st person overall taken off the board. So oh, middle, hell yeah, I'd take Mark Andrews there. Middle of the third for a 12 team league uh end of the third start of the fourth wow i'd be okay with andrews and that and that gap there the los angeles chargers went 10 and 7 last year and pooped their pants to scott's jacksonville jaguars in the first round of the playoffs um kind of sensationally too 27 nothing sensational um, but their team really, they added a rookie wide receiver from TCU, Quentin Johnston, who is a really, really good wide receiver to add to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. They brought Austin Eckler back. They got Gerald Everett locking it down and Justin Herbert, who broke his ribs um, halfway through last year. It was kind of like tentative about it. Is that why he was so disappointed? That's right. That's what, well, that's what a lot of people think. Why he didn't run a lot, why he didn't throw it downfield a ton. This team should be back to what we think it can be and let me say i'm prepping in my head a little bit as i was writing all this stuff out and prepping for the show i think i'm gonna i'm debating on whether or not i want to take the chargers as my super bowl winning team oh i like it i like it i don't know what their o-line looks like right now because that obviously to me plays a big factor in a super bowl contender but as far as their skill positions if everybody's healthy uh yeah like i'm on board yeah. Scott, what do you think of all these guys? Is Austin Eckler, let's start with there. Is Austin Eckler oh. worthy of the 101? It, worthy. Not that, not would you take him there? Because you may take somebody else. But if somebody were to take him at the 101, would you go, that's fine? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what he's done the last few years. And when, I mean, my big rag on him was I don't think he can take the bulk of the carries being a smaller guy all year long, remain healthy and put up the numbers. And he has. So, I mean, I credit to him. I mean, he catches it and he runs it and gets plenty of touchdowns. So good for him. I'm still <laughs> seeing Larry Roundtree on this depth chart. Mizzou, I was just baby. about to say, but old Larry Roundtree fourth in the depth chart. Oh, man, he's going to be cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But as Scott said, I mean, he runs it. He he catches it. He, he does football. Uh, yeah, I'll take yeah, it. Was, I was a huge Eckler skeptic, like, uh, for years and last year right before the draft i bought in and got him in two leagues and super happy did you win it. did you win those leagues uh i think i got second in one and uh contender in the other i don't know i don't think i won any leagues last year which <laughs> don't listen to me <laughs> so keenan allen is 31 Mike Williams is 28. I think they're still going to be fine. And I think Justin Herbert, now that he's healthy, may run a little bit more. He had almost 700 pass attempts last year. 
even with his broken ribs. 699 to be exact, which is kind of annoying. I wish he would just. I know, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I wrote down 699. And I'm like, that's stupid. I might not even talk about that. But I love it. I know. I love this offense. If they are healthy, which Keenan Allen, <laughs> he exploded a kidney one year. So, like, none of these, none of these guys the same scream. As, uh, yeah. He's the same as Ali Robbie to me. Like, the guy is always going to be a, a fan favorite yeah. if you're talking about me as a fan. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I like it. I like Justin Herbert this year. Let's move on. We've got two more teams left to do. Let's do the Oak, not the Oakland Raiders. Excuse me. That was dumb. God, how great would it be if they were still the Oakland Raiders? I know. Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> were six and eleven. And the new so let me give the lay of the land for the Raiders. So new people in town. Jimmy Garoppolo is now the the uh quarterback <laughs> head coach. I'm having some trouble with my second <laughs> Manhattan. Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> is the quarterback there. Jacoby Myers has arrived from New England. That's pretty cool. Uh, bumps neat. bumps Hunter Renfro a little bit down. But they lost Darren Waller to the New York Giants. And they have Austin Hooper, old Titan. Oh, hoopy poop. And, <laughs> and Michael Mayer, a rookie who's pretty cool. But here's the story. Oh, and Josh Jacobs is fucking awesome. Can we agree on that? Yes, yes, yes. Can we get three yeses uh, on yeah. Josh Jacobs is fucking awesome? Yes. He's in a little bit of a contract dispute. I'm sure that'll get worked out. Here's the thing. Do you guys know the story on Jimmy Garoppolo? It's wild. No, I want to hear more. Okay. I mean, as long as it's not just like, yeah, he played in New England and went here. Like, tell me the tell me the wild part. Yeah, this is, this is okay. This is going to be crazy. So he gets to... The Raiders. Hey, Jim McGraw the Raiders fails his physical. Okay. Right out of the gate because of his foot injured left foot fails his physical. The Raiders sign him anyway, but add a waiver. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yes. An injury waiver to his contract. They sign him anyway, but the injury waiver says that the Raiders are allowed to cut him at no cost. If he cannot pass a physical and if he does pass a physical, he has to play one game without re-injuring his foot before he gets any money whatsoever. They originally took his 20, half of his $22 million contract and half of it was like a base salary and half of it was a sign bonus. They took it all blasted it into base salary, no sign on bonus. So they really can cut him for $0 if he does not resolve this foot injury, which has been lingering apparently to the point where he can't pass a physical. It's possible Jimmy Garoppolo will not play a down for the Raiders and they will start Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell. Why would they do that if they want to be good? You know, (laughs) like are they, are they trying to save money? Cause in that case, why are you trying to compete in the NFL? Or especially in the AFC West, it's the <laughs> toughest. It's like I get, I guess, yeah, Vegas. Like you have an out if you want to save a bunch of money, but do you, do you want to be an NFL team? Like, so you should probably be trying to win games, guys. I, I, can, I, think, I mean, if if they would have drafted a rookie quarterback or something weird like that, right? I could see this being a big story right here. Like, well, yeah, they can just cut this guy. Do you want to know what the story is? Did Tom Brady? 
just became a, a minority oh. owner. Oh. Um, no, he then he came out and said, no, I'm not playing football anymore. Please fuck off. So which is good. Would that even be could you be <laughs> the owner of the team you played for? Does that seem kind of you? You have you have to have. It's a great question. You have to have approval from, I believe, twenty four of the thirty two owners. They'd all say, "Fuck you, Tom Brady's going to somehow turn this team into a winner." <laughs> they know what would happen is that the AFC West teams would say no. And the rest of them would say, that's going to make us a ton of fucking money. Yes. And then he would be there. <laughs> that's true. So he has to, yeah, he has to get like two thirds uh, majority. But he uh, he came out and said, I'm not playing anymore. I'm done playing football. Please fuck off. So Matt Ryan's a free agent. Yeah. So yeah, Carson Wentz is a free agent. Yeah. So that's where the whole Raiders thing lies. We don't even need to talk more about it. Isn't that crazy? They signed Jimmy Garoppolo. I was like, this is going to be fine because Derek Carr's gone. Apparently, it's not going to be fine. Maybe it will. It'll make it worked out. But holy shit, that's crazy. You have to sign a waiver that says, hey, I get zero dollars. Yeah. Last, last team to Ugh, talk about in the finally. AFC. Jeez. <laughs> Denver Broncos. So five and 12 last year, Russell Wilson is the quarterback. I don't know if you guys saw this, but one of us said that he was going to be the uh, fantasy MVP. No, it was me. (laughs) (laughs) I was hard into Russell Wilson. Any hoodles. So, Javante Williams is their running back who tore his ACL and in a, like a lot of a couple of other things. He may not be back for the start of the season. He may be back for the start of the season, but he may not be. Samaj P. Ryan, remember him? Backup guy for the Bengals. Uh-huh. Old Perrine. Now he's in the Broncos. So if they don't add anyone else, but the Broncos are rumored to probably be signing one of the guys that we mentioned at the beginning of the show. If they don't, though, Samaj P. Ryan will probably start the season, and he's going at like the absolute end of drafts. He's someone to pay attention to, depending on Javante. Steal for a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Tasty little nibble there. Because he was great for the Bengals when Joe Mixon was was being a little dick. Um, Do you remember how many times that it was like, oh, P. Ryan catches a 35-yard touchdown pass, and is like, oh, is that Joe Mixon? God damn it, it was P. Ryan. That happened over and over and over again. Broncos, mm-hmm. man. Wide receivers, Jerry, Judy, Cortland, Sutton, Tim, Patrick, Marvin Mims is a rookie from Oklahoma. Who's there? Ah, uh, Jerry, Judy. People are looking at him as a breakout because he kind of broke out at the end of the year. What do you guys think about Jerry, Judy? I like him a lot better if Wilson stops second bows. I think a lot of things would be better. If Russell Wilson's up second bows. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't I really I didn't really log Judy's trajectory at the end of last year because I didn't own any shares of him. So I'd have to look into it more before I got excited about taking him this year. He's uh, going in a quick peek. I would take him yeah. absolutely where he's at. This is half PPR ranking, and he is 25 behind right behind DeAndre Hopkins. And he's ahead of Christian Watson, Tyler Lockett, 
Mike Williams, Michael Pittman Jr., Brandon Ayuk. I think that's right where he should fit. I mean, Cortland Sutton, unfortunately, mm-hmm. let us down, and I don't know if he's going to get back to his old ways. So, I mean, you're getting him as a wide receiver three if you go wide receiver heavy if he's, you know, goes to 25. So, I mean, that could be a great pick. Mm-hmm. Greg Dulcich also is the uh, tight end 16 right now in ADP uh, for the Denver Broncos. He was he showed flashes last year. He'd be really, really good. But let me give you guys some people around him. By now, it's not even really around him. He's a tight end 16. God, nothing I was about to say was going to be anything close to fun. I was going to say Dalton Schultz, Chigakonkwo, and Dalton Kincaid were 11, 12, and 13. Those are so far away from 16. <laughs> Why did I even say these <laughs> words? I've got him at 14 on the. Uh, okay. Okay. There you go. Rankings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right yeah, behind Cole Komet and ahead of Tyler Higby. Ooh, the sandwich. I'll take Dulcich. I'll take Dulcich on the sandwich there. Uh, I might. These aren't I, people that I'd love to have at tight end, but maybe Higby. I don't know. That's fine. That's fine. I'll the Higby's fine, but not commit. Fuck commit. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. That's it though, guys. Hey, we went through all of the teams in the AFC. Football. How do you feel? Do you feel a little bit better? Matt, you didn't it's, seem super pumped, good. but now you are. You seem good now. Yeah, you know, I haven't looked at much yet. And I'm not gonna lie, I took the offseason to heart, kind of like chumps of champs. We did some chump chatter. i I took I took a large step away from football for a minute and uh just talking about the afc today I, I i had that vision in my mind of like watching a fall football game like outside with that fall weather oh. and it just oh. it's like one of those like you just it hits you like the kind of like you get a smell that's familiar mm. and it brings oh God, it back yeah. to something yeah and it's like man i want to be sitting outside watching football on a nice fall day yeah i want that to happen now well, now I want to do that. Oh my god! <laughs> Especially now that uh, we got, we can finally get that Sunday ticket, baby. Ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh. By the way, you can get Sunday ticket now. You don't have to be Direct TV with that stupid crap. As long as you are a YouTube TV, no, yeah, not even YouTube TV. Just get through YouTube. But most people have that. So this will be our first year of having Sunday ticket and. I cannot be more excited. So, Scott, you're going to have to be at one of our houses. Um, Just tell me where to be, baby. Bring that little baby dog. I want that dog. <laughs> Give me that dog. But thank you guys for sticking around. Start of season four of the Chumps of Champs uh, Fantasy Football Podcast. Wow. 5,000 5, listens. We're going to get to soon. So and so only neg- four thousand of those are us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I have a lot of Spotify accounts specifically. <laughs> so, so we each got thirty Spotify accounts. Uh, <laughs> no, but like, what's gonna happen is that I'm gonna come on the next show and be like, we're still so close to five thousand. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, how far away, but we're close to five thousand. That's pretty cool. But thank you guys so much. Next week we're gonna do the NFC. And it's going to be as much of a drunk show as this one was. But Matt, blast us off. Remember... 
temper that masculine toxicity and have fun with it. 